Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew B? What is going on? It's been a it was, it was a very sad, sad day. Uh why is it sad? I saw the uh funeral for T'Challa earlier today. Kind of <laughs> yeah. <cut> down. <laughs> We're gonna bounce back tonight though. You see, see, you had to rip the band-aid off early. You should have went to the theater to go see it, okay? <laughs> Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Ryan Coogler and, and the whole cast and crew for Wakanda Forever. I thought that was an excellent movie. Uh, what did you think? I mean, I, I still got I still got thirty minutes left. I started it a little late. Oh, so uh, you but, still you still a little traumatized? So, it's a little. But traumatizing. so far, but Namor's, so far, I'm, I'm loving it. Loving yeah, it so far. Name was still wrecking, wrecking havoc in your world over there. Okay, yeah, I is. see. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was floating outside the building. He said, "Morning, you're dead. I'm coming back in a week." I, yeah, I'll give I'll give you a minute. All right, I'll give That's you know, seven days. In fact, okay. Congrats on the promotion. That's the, the confidence of a man who does not fear your counterpunch, right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, but they had a little something for him, though. You'll see that. You'll see that. What's going on, everybody? Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Listen, it is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. B is already. E, our guy E is in the house. Says, yo, I ain't seen it, bro. <laughs> My bad. Spoiler alert. T'Challa is dead. Okay. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You ain't spoiled nothing, man. <laughs> hey, well, and, and shout out to you, man. I know I, we've, been, we've been missing each other on on the uh, on the phone calls, man. I'm gonna hit you up. Uh, not tonight, tomorrow. I hit you up tomorrow. Shout out to Anonymous RA with the donation. Appreciate you. What's that say, B? Says, Greetings, everyone. Have a wonderful show. Thank you very much. Appreciate. Thank it. you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate you so much, man. Um, I'll be saying that nonsense just because I spoiled the movie, man. Like that's not cool. <laughs> Shout out to NDT Sports. Says this is going to be good. Let's go. Well, yes. Don't say about two wrongs, man. Don't, don't make it right. <laughs> Our guy Zeke Hokage is in the house. Says, what's good, everyone? What's good with you, Zeke? Jake P is in the house. Says, fellas, what's good? What's good with you, Jake P? Raven Ron in the house. Says, what up, LBHT? Lamar, tag, you're it. Oh, we are going to talk about that. Mr. J's in the house says LVHT with the fire emoji. I like that. I like that. That's that's yeah. pretty dope. Brandon Basil's in the house says, What's up? What's up? Speaking of what's up, I got Marty Mar, Martin Lawrence, and Will Smith coming back with Bad Boys 4. Yes. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I can't wait. Did did you notice it, it looked like Martin Lawrence trimmed up a little bit for it? Yeah. Yeah, he's looking good. He looks good. good. Yeah. You know, you know who else is looking good? I saw a picture earlier with uh with Lauren Hill, Scarface. Yeah. Scarface looking like he's he's living a great life. Yeah, you know, um, he had to get a, a kidney transplant. His son uh, donated a kidney to him. Uh he had he had dropped a lot of weight. But him yeah. and um and Willie D do a podcast. Um, Ghetto Boys Reloaded. Shout out to them, man. It's nice. it's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. looking good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, man. Look, that's what I'm talking about. Positive energy. First day of Black History Month, by the way. All right. This is the month that we started the show. This is why we give you a black history fact and we decided to keep it going because it's so dope. All right. Rave Kingdom says it was a good movie. Yes. Yes. I'm a Black Panther. Yes, indeed. Uh, Andre Mears. What's going on, Andre? What's up, man? Andre? Appreciate you coming through. Danny D is here, says justice for Wilkes. <laughs> well, you know, yes, Wilkes, yeah. Wilkes going to get what's coming to him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Whether sure. that's justice or not, I mean, we'll have to see. But he, he's going to get whatever's coming to him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's interviewing for the 49ers defensive coordinator job. So We're nice. going to talk about it. Uh, Darius Simmons says, what's up, fellas? Uh, you see the Ravens media is hard at work tarnishing Lamar. Well, that one lady that we saw wasn't a – that's not Ravens media. She's Steelers media. Yeah. And she's awful at it. She's, um, a, she's a big-time clown. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly – I get the feeling that's just that's just what she gets paid to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't think those that's not really how she feels. She just she just plays a role. But whatever. Either way, a clown's a clown, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to Hakeem. He says, LBHT crew, what's going on, fellas? Yes, what's going on? Yolanda B's in the house says, Good evening, LBHT family. Good I'm evening sorry, to you. And I the see new avatar. You, I see what you did there. Okay, got the little raven in the background. Could this be a preview that's, of things to that's, come? That's just the, yeah. I mean, she's just getting ready. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, DDS, DDSQ. What's going on? Appreciate you coming through. So it was good, y'all. Mm-hmm. Should have recast a child. No, I, sir. I, so, so I argue that they should have, right? And B said, who? Who could you recast them with? And I threw a name out there, and you did not refute it. John Boyega. Who yeah, says no, no that, that is true? That that is that is true. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't want, I didn't want to see him recast just because I thought you know Chadwick did an amazing job and he kind of owned that role. But you know, if they had recast, you know, if they cast John Boyega, I wouldn't have been mad at it. You know, I'm yeah. a big fan yeah. of John Boyega. Yeah. But I like I like the, the route they went in instead. Yeah, listen, Ryan Coogler don't make whack movies, man. So I was gonna enjoy it regardless. All right, you know, it is what it is. You can't always get what you want. Unlike Xavier Michael Smith, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, unlike Michael B. Jordan talking about the the Creed three fights are going to have a Japanese anime feel to them. No, the he, hell out he, of here with he that. didn't say. He said that's he, exactly what he said. He said he I got saw hit. it in the headline, he, <laughs> <laughs> so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> he said he got he he got some of his inspiration from Japanese anime. That's that's different. That's a little different. <laughs> what's up, Xavier? Man, thanks for coming through. One sessions is in the house. Says what's up, y'all? Hashtag LBHT crew. Yes. Tim Patterson, what up? What's going on? Uh, who else we got in here? Oh, MJ's in the house. Shout out to MJ. Griff, what's going on, Griff? Thanks for coming through. Tracy's in the house. Says, we ready. Hey, guys. Hey, Tracy. Sharon's in the house. What's up, Sharon? Hello to my favorite guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Suge Knight 323 is in the house. Says, of course, you'd be excited for Bad Boys 4. What does that mean? What does that mean? You know what we're excited for? Our guy Zeke for the three dollar donation. What's that Thank say, you. B? That says uh, my brother's gonna speak that heat today. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I'm kind of feeling this. Let's just talk movies for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is this is off to a good start. I like this. <laughs> Enzo Uchiha, man, I love these Naruto. Uh, that, that is not, that's from Naruto, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh that's, that's no, from. like I don't watch that trash. It's not. Oh, oh, shame on you. That is not trash. Goodness. That's no, one of the I actually, I actually, kinda, I actually kinda like Naruto, but it's, I mean the rest dope. of it is uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our guy Hendo from Ravens Online Ungatekeepers. What's up, man. Hendo? Hey, appreciate you coming through. Living legend. What's going on? Hey, we still hey, but you got his shirt. I'm putting you on the spot. No, I, I gotta find out what size he wants and what shirt he wants. Living legend and, DMS. And granted, granted, that's on me because I didn't ask him, but I'm asking you now, <laughs> Living. 
<laughs> Let me, my bad. <laughs> as you can as you can see, our process is really slow over here. Okay, we we uh, we we, when we say we need to hire some help. We need to hire some help. Uh, send us your size, your your shirt size, and what shirt that you want. Okay, we're gonna get that to you. Okay, uh, you no, know, it's not, it's not even that our process is slow. It's just you didn't win the bet. So you know, I feel like Jose should have to send that out. Living Legend hasn't been complaining about it. Okay, no, no, he hasn't. But All I'm right. just saying, I feel like you should have to send that out because he didn't win the bet. And you decided to give him a shirt. And that's he's fine. Good dude, man. That, he's, he's a good, a good dude. dude. And that's fine. I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying I think you should have to do it. Oh, wow. But whatever. Yeah. But you going to do it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Marco G. <laughs> this, this show is already falling off the rails. <laughs> God, never Marco. No, no, take that down. Those are the kind of comments that you have to tip for. You don't he get said, to put that up for free. He said, Prochet. Oh, no, take that DJ trash more. down off of my screen. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Let's get through these real quick. Just Aloe's in the house. Oh, oh you're talking about Kadri, that hater Kadri. Uh, Kadri, he thinks he's so slick, man. He think, he, yeah, Kadri he thinks, thinks he's smarter than you all. He thinks you guys are stupid. He throws these, these, these shots. They're not even thinly veiled, right? Like, he's putting it out there. And then when you call him out on it, I didn't say that. Did I say that? What did I say that? I love Lamar. Right, Wait, like, Hendo, I already told you your plaque was delivered. Jose has it. I have your plaque, Hendo. Uh, hit me up. I'll, I'll I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you. Uh, or if you want me to mail it, whatever. Just hit me up. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, who else we got here? D Raggins is in the house. What's going on? All right, let's let's get through these. Keelan is in the house. What's up? Our guy Buck is in the house. D Weezy, D Weezy's in the house. Black Daniels is in the house. What's going on? All right, all right, and Dewan. 100 says facts yes thanks for coming through all right obviously you see the uh you see the headline you guys know what's up lamar got tagged panthers fans you got your head coach was it the right pick okay and what else is going to go on this offseason we're going to talk about uh the upcoming super bowl uh what happened last week with the afc and nfc championship games Mm -hmm. so lots to talk about um but first it is black history month and this is where we started the show in Black History Month. And we decided when we started the show that we were going to start every show with the Black History Fact. So right now, B has a Black History Fact for you. Yeah. And, you know, kind of, uh, you know, in honor of the fact that Undisputed came out uh, yesterday, the first like AAA boxing game in over a decade. And, you know, we're big boxing fans. We got the Ring Kings podcast. Go ahead and check that out. Subscribe. Uh and also, I don't know if you all saw, but the the uh, preview or the trailer for Big George Foreman came out today, a movie yeah. about the life of George Foreman. Looks pretty decent. I mean, there were some parts in there, right? but overall it looks like a decent decent movie coming out pretty soon. Figured, why not go with a boxing fact? And so we came with Barbados Joe Walcott. Now, that name might sound familiar to some of you. Uh, you might be thinking, I thought his name was Jersey Joe Walcott. That was an American fighter, came much later, who you know, just admired Joe Walcott so much that he actually changed his name to Joe Walcott and went and started going by Jersey Joe Walcott as a, as a professional fighter. Barbados Joe Walcott was born in Barbados in 1873. He was known as the Barbados Demon or the Black Demon. Uh, He was a welterweight fighter and he worked his way up and, and eventually became the first black world champion of any of any weight class you know we've talked about the heavyweights obviously before with jack johnson and joe lewis and all them but barbados joe walcott was the first black world champion in any weight class 
Uh, now his overall record, this kind of speaks to the time in which he uh, in which he fought. He had 157 fights. He was 96 wins, 31 losses, 27 draws, and three uh, no contests. Uh, what, what year? Wait, wait, what? Uh, around what born, time? He was born in 1873. So I yeah. I have a, I have a suspicion that many of these draws were not draws, if well, you know what I mean, mean right? Listen. <laughs> Yeah, I, we're not gonna get into that. I, I have he had a bunch of uh, what they call newspaper draws as well. I guess because you know the papers were kind of deciding fights, and you know they didn't want to include those in the overall record. Uh, but he also there was also another fighter around this time called the Dixie Kid. Uh, he came up, you know, he's another Hall of Famer. He was inducted into the International Hall of Fame in the early two thousands. Another welterweight fighter who kind of worked his way up the ranks, and those two fought each other, uh, and it was the first time that there were two black fighters fighting for a world championship. Uh, and it was a 20-round fight. Now, unfortunately for Dixie Kid, uh, they said Joe Walcott kind of pieced him up and was, was winning that fight very easily. Uh, <laughs> it was 20 rounds. Uh, from, from what I've read, he won all of them except for the seventh, leading into the 20th round, right? And in the 20th round, our hero... Barbados Joe Walcott was disqualified and lost his title. Now, I can't tell you what he was disqualified for because apparently he didn't do anything. Uh, he was disqualified with about four seconds left in the fight. And after an investigation that followed the fight, because he protested, they found out that the referee had, in fact, bet on the Dixie Kid <laughs> to win that fight. So the uh, the result was thrown out. But nevertheless, that was the first time we've had two black fighters fight for a world championship in boxing. And it was won by Barbados Joe Walcott. I imagine back in the 1800s when boxing was just becoming like organized enough to yes. where, you know, people would, would, you know, pay money to watch it. It was very, you had some very WWE as yeah. type of stuff going on. There. They said the uh, the referee was a late replacement and he had actually protested before, you know, before the fight that he didn't want that dude ref in the fight because apparently he knew this dude was shady. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, they went ahead with it and, uh, yeah. Yeah, they found out that he had laid, he had laid some, he had laid some of his hard earned money on Dixie Kid and uh, did not want to see Joe Walcott winning that or retaining his championship. But, you know, in the end, it, you know, it all worked out. This he, this he kid was screaming like, "Yo, help me!" He said, "I got you, bro. You get out of my ring. You're disqualified." <laughs> like for what? For talking back? Get out! Yeah. <laughs> you 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 shoulder bump me. You can't touch a ref. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> for showing me up, <laughs> Bush League. All right, that's a that that was a good Black History fact. Um. Get the show started, man. Shout out to Top Billin. Um, he put a comment in here. I'm gonna read this. It says, um, I see a lot of fans trying to downplay Jalen Hurts and the Eagles Super Bowl run. You don't see this type of behavior with other QBs who are of a di- different complexion. Yeah, I mean, we already know what it is at this point, right? I got no problem uh pointing that out either, you know. But we, we we know what it is. Um, but you know, the fact is Jalen Hurts is in a Super Bowl. I mean, you, you can say whatever you want to say. That man's in a Super Bowl. Uh, whether he wins or not, there's very few p- players that make it to the Super Bowl, right? And if he does win it, uh, he's a, he'll be a Super Bowl champion, and you cannot take that away from him, right? Mm-hmm. There are two black quarterbacks in this in this Super Bowl. There's a black quarterback that's walking away with the with the championship for the first time ever. Yeah, uh, shout out to uh, was that Mr. J? Yes, it was. Appreciate you, Mr. J. What did I say? 
says uh, Panthers coaching staff starting to look nice. Okay, yeah, we'll, all right. We'll, we'll be talking about that in a little bit for sure. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first time two black quarterbacks play yes, each other. Sir. All right, mm-hmm. there's some black history. There's some black history fact for you right there. All right. Oh, uh, you know, spoilers. I mean, we got a show next week, so. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> All right. So let's talk some Lamar. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Will, will Lamar be the first black quarterback to not get his money after winning, uh, after after being elite MVP? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he's going to get his money. He's not going to get it from Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're saying that they are the plan is to franchise tag Lamar Jackson. Now, if they go with the non exclusive franchise tag, that's about 32 million, a little over 32 million. If they go with the exclusive franchise tag, uh, <laughs> the exclusive franchise tag will be over 40. Um, it's not fully set yet. They wait until after free agency to set that, that number exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, like Hendo said on his show, if you, if you saw him streaming the other day, you uh, or on Twitter, maybe it was, but you don't want to be talking about the non exclusive franchise tag with Lamar Jackson because everyone will sign him, everyone will attempt to sign him and give him the money. The teams will be falling all over themselves to give Lamar Jackson the money that he's looking for, and then you have to match it or trade him away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to be looking at the non exclusive or the exclusive franchise tag, excuse me. And for Baltimore, who is currently about 28 million under the cap with about 20 free agents who all actually play for Baltimore. Uh, they're just not going to be able to do it. No. no, they're not going to be able to fit him under the cap and do what they need to do this off season. Do you know, <laughs> they, I can see the Ravens just a pinch pain. He's trying to, trying to tag him on a non-exclusive and a playoff team signs them to a huge deal. <laughs> and they get two. This year will be a low pick, and next year will be like the thirty second. You know, or thirty. Yeah. San Francisco will call them up ten seconds later, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, thank you, Baltimore. Thank you, appreciate it." The the one missing piece. And 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 guess what? And you can't have Trey Lance because yeah, we're just gonna sign him. Here's your second round. I mean, first round picks. Oh, <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So yes, it had to be a, um an, an exclusive uh, franchise tag. Obviously, that's forty five million or around you know over forty million. Yeah. Um. Well, and and listen, listen. This report this tells me that they they plan on moving from Lamar, right? Because you we're not at the deadline for a franchise tag yet. This should not even be something that they're that they're thinking about. Right. They should just be thinking we need to get the deal done. Now, yes, if they say, hey, if we don't get the deal done, that's the last option. Right. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ray Veron. Ray Veron says at the end of the day, we all win in starting black quarterbacks, uh, or a starting black quarterback will be champion in two weeks. That's a fact. That's a fact. I appreciate the donation. Um, but um maybe, maybe the report from Ian Rappaport was a little misleading. Maybe they're saying, hey. If we don't get a deal done, the plan will be to franchise tag them. But but what he said was they they plan they, like they intend to franchise tag them. So that tells me, yeah, looking to negotiate. Well, they right don't now. think they're going to get a deal done because they're not going to give him the money he wants. Yeah, and I I just think this is just a, a bad look by the organization. I think man, they're showing their weakness right now. Yeah, I'm gonna call them weak, man. Uh, 
Money should not be an issue. You have the money. Mm-hmm. You can pay the money. He's not going to ask you for something that's going to put you. You know, Steve Bashadi ain't going to end up like Mark Davis, right? Where he just can't afford. He can't afford to fire his coach. You know, where he needs investors to come in to help him pay. You know, pay some bills. It's not going to be that situation. Steve Bashadi's got the money to put in escrow to to pay the money up front, right? It's not even like he's losing anything on this. He just needs to put sure. up a little bit of upfront money. It's, it comes from the player's pool. You have the money to pay him, right? It doesn't matter who else, you know, who else gets paid after that. You didn't you didn't invest in him to begin with. So you can't use that excuse. You can't say, well, well, you know, we'll have to cut players. Man, B just read you a list of free agents coming up this year on the last show. They can all go. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them. I think we said like one or two could stay, right? One of them was Lamar. Right. So I mean, so there's no excuse. There's no reason. Right. You're saying, oh, it takes two, t- two to tango, suggesting that maybe it's on him. They're trying to talk to him. They tried this last year. Oh, they're trying to talk to him and he's not picking up the phone. Well, you didn't offer him anything substantial. Right. Um, you know what he wants. Pay it to him mm-hmm. and let's get this show going. You have a lot of work to do. But if you're saying, yeah, you plan on tagging him, this will drag out. That that tells me that tells me if Lamar wants to play horrible. That tells me this team is going nowhere next year because if he wants to play hardball, he doesn't have to sign the franchise tag. He can get tagged and just wait it out. And while he's tagged, that 40, that 40 to $45 million hits the cap instantly, whether he signs the tag or not. Okay. Yeah. It, and it's, it's, it's weird that you say that they have a lot of work to do. Right. And it's true. You know, they, they have holes to fill, uh, major holes on the offensive side. But it's odd because since Lamar got drafted, they've had 37 picks over those four years, right? Now, you get seven picks. So, you know, you should have had 28 players came in, but they had an extra nine players come in. And why is it that a team that has so many picks, that values picks so greatly, who, who, who wants, you know, more bites at the apple, like they always say, uh, who always looks so good in the preseason because of their depth, right? Mm-hmm. You have that long preseason winning streak, that record preseason winning streak because of all these draft picks and, and you know the depth on the team and how you coach them up and everything. How is it that every single year, you know, one, two injuries and you're like, oh my God, we, we don't have help. any corners. Oh my God, we don't have any receivers. Oh my God, what's going on with the O-line? Oh my God, why is why is Mike Davis playing running back? Right. Mm-hmm. So you have all of these extra picks that you use. And 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 I mean, if we're being real, you know, the, the front office and the fans use that as an excuse as to why they don't go out and get high priced free agents. But every time you actually start playing real games, that depth falls down. It's not real. It's right. not there. It doesn't show up for you. So who cares about bringing any of those guys back? Yeah. Right. Like when, when you need them to step up and play, they don't do it. Now, yeah. you could call that a coaching issue. Uh, I think it is in, in some cases. You could call it a, a, a player, a personnel issue that those guys just aren't good enough. Uh, and then, you know, that calls EDC into question, right? Mm-hmm. But regardless, you don't have this this vaunted depth that Baltimore is always talking about in the offseason. So all those guys can go, right? Yeah. And, and you take all the money that you would have paid those 15-plus free agents and you go get yourself a DeAndre Hopkins or a Mike Evans 
and the team is going to be much better for it, right? You know, I, I just don't get why Baltimore continues down this same path that they've been on for years. But like, hey, you know, we, we build through the draft. We got to get all the picks we can get. We got to get the comp picks. We don't want to spend big in free agency, you know, uh, fiscal responsibility and all this. And every single year, the league, the rest of the league, the other 31 teams show you that's not the way. Yeah, they show you that that path doesn't work. Yeah. All right. Let me read a few comments here. We we have a few donations come in, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a lot to say today. First, shout out to our guy Suge Knight three two three for a four dollars twenty twenty cent donation. It says, "I hate that I know this, but how are you moving on from a unanimous MVP? Only one other QB has ever done that. I hope Lamar goes to Carolina. That way, Brodney can stop being so damn grumpy." Hashtag right, exactly. I was... hate Stardew Valley. <laughs> no, you don't. You love Stardew Valley. You love Stardew Thank Valley. You. Thank you, Shug. Appreciate, okay. it. Appreciate it. Also, shout out to Raven Ron for 333. Says Bishotti better pay Lamar before Jalen Hurts gets paid, especially if he wins the Super Bowl. Ravens are hurting themselves. I agree mm-hmm. again. And shout out to our guy Keelan for the 333. Thank you so much. Says Ravens only have 27 million in cap space and they don't like taking money from the future to use for the present they'll give him the exclusive tag trade him before uh march 15th so they have cap and get three first round picks instead of just a second from the non-exclusive so here's the thing uh that 27 million in cap um if you sign lamar to a huge deal that's not going to eat up the whole cap right if if they tag him yeah that'll eat up the whole cap for sure right but they will move money around they, and they are willing to move money around, especially if it's on defense. Yeah. And and the thing about trading him, that's that's not in their within their control, right? That's within Lamar's control. He doesn't have to sign any tender, right? So if he says, "Listen, I'm not I'm not talking to any other teams," right? Because because you you can't trade him unless he agrees to go to that team. That's one. So if he says, "I'm not talking to any teams until after the draft." What you gonna do, right? That 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 screws everybody. That screws them. That means they can't make any moves in free agency. That means they don't know what to do in the draft, right? Like, I mean, what they were gonna trade them for will be for the future because that draft had already passed, right? Well, look, I think that would be the dream scenario for Baltimore because then you can blame next season on Lamar, and we know they're not gonna put in the work. That's not what they do. They don't. They don't go out there and scout players and and try to improve the team and and, and you know sign better players to, to come in and start for lesser players. That's not a that's not a Baltimore thing. They call up the guys they know. They run out the same the same team every year. They get John Harbaugh to pretend he's motivating people, and then next year when it's not Lamar out there and they win six games, they can blame it all on Lamar, and I they'll think, be happier than ever. I think it'd be a dream scenario for Steve Shadi. I think. I think EDC, well, EDC might keep his job, but I think Harbaugh will still get fired. I don't think he would. Not not in that first year. Not if if you know if the plan is to blame Lamar. Hey, he held us hostage all offseason and we couldn't we couldn't make any moves. You know, can't blame us. You know, and 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 that's that's just you know, that's right up their alley of passing the buck, of not taking responsibility I, for, for for their own failures. I think I think because Bashadi 
is looking at he'll be looking at the money he'll be looking at nobody showing up to the games and he will demand somebody has to pay the price for it and i think it would be i i, I listen i i don't feel good about either but uh, about either edc or harbaugh keeping the job after next season if lamar's not here i, I don't feel good about that I, I think they'll both get get fired no, I, I think that they can they can sell for that year they can sell Caleb Williams or Drake May coming in and being the the guy, and they can say, "Hey, look, nothing that we could do. Lamar held us hostage all season, all off season. We couldn't make any moves. It's on him, but we're past it now. And you know, hey, if the season doesn't go the way that, that we're hoping it goes, Drake May, Caleb Williams, you know, there's some exciting quarterbacks in that draft. And you know, I mean, they'll they'll sell the hell out of uh, Tyler Huntley or Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever it is coming in here this season, anyway. But they, they can survive a year. The, the 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 you know the brainwashing that's going on, the purple Kool Aid that they've invested in for for the past fifteen years has 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 bought them at least a year. Those people aren't enough to fill out the stadium. They 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 talk a lot on on social media, but they're not. There's not enough to to fill up the stadium. Maybe, maybe not, but they'll take a year hit because um, because the, the fans will be right back in there if it's Caleb Williams, Drake Bay, or whoever, and it looks like they have a chance to turn it around. The fans will be right back. Uh, all right. Hold on. Let, let me read this comment from Marco G. Shout out to Marco G for a $3 donation. It says, Bronco gave up a first and second round for a coach. Ravens don't even give up a first for a wide receiver. Ravens dogged one with Bengals still remaining ringless oh dodge one i'm sorry ravens uh ravens dodge one with Bengals still remaining uh ringless but we gotta get it together quick didn't dodge anything man Bengals aren't going anywhere (laughs) 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 they're gonna be better than us next year without lamar they're gonna be listen we will be the worst team by far i i I just don't yeah i don't i don't really agree man I, i don't think um yes yes you're gonna sell a good portion of the fan base here right i think i think there'll be a good portion that that's not going to be sold. They're not going to want to hear it because uh, unless you talk about CJ Stroud, which you talked about, there's really no scenario in which they can get CJ Stroud. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's just no way um, they're going to buy some, some rookie quarterback or some, some guy with some potential possibly um, being the guy for the future. Meanwhile, Lamar, wherever team he goes to is going to be competing for a Super Bowl. They're not going to want to hear that. Well, no, but I'm not talking about them getting that guy this year. I'm saying that you sell that for next year, and the hype on Caleb Williams and Drake uh, Drake May are going to be oh, oh, through, okay. yeah. through the roof. Like, so you know, if, if it starts looking like it's going that way, they will absolutely be able to sell the fan base on those guys. Now, I don't really believe in those guys like that, but but you'll be able to sell it because the 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 college football world and the media loves those guys. And like I said, the hype will be through the roof. A shout out to Anonymous for a $2 donation. Appreciate it. It says Ravens operate with the mindset of having a high floor. So they prioritize death over the stars. So they won't cut many players just to keep Lamar. Nobody is bigger than the philosophy uh, to the team or to them. Um, listen, man, philosophies can change. I, you know, ideologies can change and they should change. Right. Uh, when the game evolves, you need to evolve as well, or you get left behind, right? Mm-hmm. The way the game is played now, you have to adapt because, you know, they got lucky. They got lucky by getting Lamar. The next quarterback that they bring in here, if Lamar leaves, won't be as good. That's just that's just the reality. Yeah. 
it's very hard to get a good quarterback, period. It's very hard. And you had a superstar there. Or still have. It can still get, you know, deal can still get done. Uh the the likelihood of you doing better or just as well, uh highly unlikely. Yeah. Highly I, unlikely. I can think I think of one time in uh in in NFL history when that's happened, and that's with Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, San Francisco obviously did very well with Steve Young after Joe Montana, but he wasn't better than Joe Montana, I don't think. Uh, I think, you know, Rodgers is better than Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's read a couple of comments here. The, the chat is going crazy here. Uh, NGT Sports says, Jose and Brodney, I think Steve Ashadi don't want to pay a black brother. Uh, could be it, right? You got It, it makes you wonder if, if it was a white quarterback and he was a MVP, unanimous MVP, will we have this issue right now? All right, it, it, it makes you wonder. And it could be true, could not be true. We don't know. But when you when you fumble it right like this, you fumble the situation, people are going to ask that question. So that is all their fault. And shout out to <laughs> Go Away. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate the ten dollar donation. <laughs> Says every team in the division is making moves to pass us. We continue to do the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Yeah, I mean, what they're doing, this whole you know, when they zig, we zag nonsense, it's it's hilarious, right? It's like you're trying extremely hard to be losers. Right, <laughs> you're trying very hard to be losers. Yeah. You cannot possibly think that this defense is going to hold up over 17 games with a mediocre offense, and well, not even. I'm sorry, I take that back. With a terrible offense, yeah. You know, anchored anchored by a mediocre quarterback or you know above average quarterback. There's no way you think that's going to happen, right? We are going to get dog walked every week. <laughs> Yeah, because you're not getting the offensive coordinator that you want of Lamar ain't there either. No, no, not a chance. Oh, let's let's let's, let's read. Let's read a couple more. Joy agrees with what you're saying. He says, "Preach, Brodney." Okay. Uh, John Hazeb Ali says, "Ravens don't sell tickets like Chiefs do, and since NFL is marketing is a marketing product, they want Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They yeah, they want winners. They want excitement in the Super Bowl. Listen, if you're if you're always in the AFC Championship." If you're making it to the Super Bowl every other year, right, and winning it, um, yeah, they want you there. Here's the thing, though. Like, the Ravens would sell tickets just like the Chiefs if they would put an offense around Lamar Jackson. You, Lamar Jackson would be the biggest star in the, uh, in the NFL world yeah. if they would have just put some talent around him and gave him a, a, a good offense coordinator. Yep, absolutely. People, people love points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. J says, I don't know about Lamar coming to Carolina anymore if Tepper can't pay rule the little five million. <laughs> I wouldn't pay him either. That's pretty, that's pretty petty. We'll, we'll get into that too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. I wouldn't pay him either. Talk too much. <laughs> Just Al says, the Ravens can't trade Lamar without his permission. Facts. He doesn't have to agree with the deal. No one's trading for a QB who won't sign with them. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, they are, they are at his mercy this offseason. They are at his mercy. They can't let him go for nothing. Um, they don't want to let him go for too little. And if they tag him, um, he controls the whole situation, where he goes and when he goes. And, how you know, he's going to get his money. So if they do tag him, 
the plan better be we're not trading him. We are going to play with him on tag. We just try and get a deal done. But the report that Ian Rappaport put out yesterday, I haven't heard anybody refute it. I haven't heard anybody say, no, no, no. Yes, we that's a last a that's a, a last ditch effort, but the plan is to sign him. This shouldn't even be a report. This should not be something that that's being put out there right now. All they should be doing is working on getting a long-term deal done. That's it. That's it. And it should be it should have been done already. And shout out to Anonymous for a $25 donation. It says, since Brady retired, will Mr. Jackson go to Miami? <laughs> Listen, man, it's I think it's it's a possibility. You you'll see a lot of teams that are interested. And shout out to Raven Ron for for the four dollars twenty. Says, All right, fellas. I wanted to leave with a donation before I left early today. Oh, okay, appreciate you. Says, see y'all in the Discord, especially you degenerates. Yeah, Jose, I bet on Nets tonight plus nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, let's read a few more comments, man. Um, also, if you know everybody's new in here, there's over 100 people in here. Go ahead and hit that like button real quick, okay? And if you're new, hit that subscribe button. Okay. Um, if you're wondering how we get the animation, how you get microphone man to give you the raised fist. Okay, there are two ways to do that. This is our super chat, how we do over here, right below B, dollar sign LBHT show. That is the cash app. Also, the pin link that you see in the uh, chat box will take you to our stream elements. Both ways, you leave your donation, leave your comment, you'll get a nice little animation right next to my face, and we'll read your comment on air. Thank you so much. What's going on? Tanja says, no, they're not getting a pass if Lamar leaves. Listen, this is going to be a very divided city. This is going to be you got a, a very... yeah. You got a big part of the fan base that already wants him gone. Yeah. They're, they're already turning that direction. Yeah. So uh, it's not going to be hard for them to sell, you know, I would say even the majority of the fan base on Lamar was the problem. We had to get rid of him. I don't think the majority. No. I think so. Look, that's not, how not NFL teams, that's how NFL teams operate. Like, you know, it's 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 the exact opposite in the NBA because you know the the NBA players are, are bigger parts of their team success. You know, you see their face all the time. You know, it's a it's a smaller team. They don't have the helmets. They market the superstars instead of the teams. It's the exact I, opposite in the NFL for this very reason because I, I, they don't I, want players having power. But but Lamar has power in Baltimore. Baltimore is a different city, man. And I don't. I think I think it will seem like that. Because of the media, right? You got 1057, a couple other places. I don't, you know, the, you know, um, they will spin it a certain way, and their th- those callers that call in will give you their opinion, but they are the minority. It will sound like the majority, but they are the minority, and it will show up on game days when you don't see empty state or not empty, you don't see full stadiums, right? Uh, you see, you see, you visibly see empty seats in there, they'll. Steve, trust me, Steve Shotty will feel that. He will definitely feel that. Shout out to, uh, oh, Michael G. Shout out to Michael G, man. Says, did you guys see the excuses Skip was making for Burrow? (laughs) You don't watch Skip. He said the Bengals failed him. Poor Joe. He only has three elite wide receivers. Solid run game. Solid line when healthy at top 10 defense. But apparently Lamar Jackson just needs to shut up and be con- and be a contender with and content and be content with Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and, and transition to Carolina and talk about the, <laughs> the coaches out there. But before we do that, 
uh, I just wanted to give a real quick shut the hell up to Kadri Ishmael because that dude is an absolute moron. And and like you said, he thinks he's smarter than everybody else, but he's out here, you know, along with Aditi taking shots at Lamar and then trying to act like act like he didn't say anything about Lamar. But you know, he he was the one out there earlier in the year, about a month ago, talking about, oh man, you know, you're, you're exactly right, Sarah Ellison, go get Lamar help now. And then now he's coming out here talking about, oh, you know, Pat Mahomes did it with just a tight end and no run game and blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it, it's clownish, man. And, and and it's embarrassing for a dude who used to be in the NFL to, to be, you know, that, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a nicer way to say it, but but to, to be uh, sucking up to the to the the organization in the league in that way, you know, much like Mike Vick is, has been doing ever since they let him back in the door. It, I, I can't stand seeing it. I can't stand it. I will read a couple more comments. We gotta get a shout out to our brother, OTR Mike. You see the name there? Open mic with OTR Mike. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button over there. He says it's gonna be so fun watching Ryan Tannehill throw to James Prochet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Alex Rita, I don't, I don't believe I've seen you in here before. Thank you for joining the live stream. It says, why are people talking about other teams in a division? Uh, I mean, I mean, you mean why are they talking about them in a bad way, or just why they mention them? I don't know. I mean, look, they're all, they're all gonna be better than us next year if we don't bring Lamar back. <laughs> I'll say because the other team in the division played last week. And, uh, uh, yeah. Baltimore didn't. Facts. Yolanda B said, always demonstrated improvement the last couple of games. Next year will be his year. I hope so. I don't believe it, but I hope so. Are you gonna book Oway on your show, Yolanda? I, I I think he's available. I don't think he's getting too many uh too many calls, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was mean. I'm sorry, Oway. I have nothing against you, my friend. I hope you ball out for sure. Uh, okay, listen, we gonna we'll, we'll circle back to the Ravens talk. Okay, uh, we're gonna get to uh, the Panthers portion of the show. Yeah, we're gonna uh, talk about a team that's doing things right. Okay, so so hey man, listen, listen. I was gonna say the right way, but that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I teased it as did they make the right move, and you just spoiled it. Bees just well, spoiling I, everything I, today. You know, I mean that's your fault. Uh, so, so yeah, Frank ahead, Reich, Frank Reich named the head coach in Carolina. Uh, you know, he was a, a pretty decent head coach in, in Indianapolis until that owner decided he wanted to tear it all down and hire his best friend. Um, <laughs> But you know, I was kind of iffy on the on the hire just because I wanted one of the the younger offensive minds out there, right? Uh, but I did say, you know, we gotta we gotta wait and and see what kind of staff he puts together, right? And so there's a report out there. There's two conflicting reports out there, I should say. Uh, one saying that they requested permission to interview Deuce Staley, and another saying that they have already hired Deuce Staley. Uh, now, hiring Deuce Staley would be a, a, a huge win, I think, for, for Frank Wright. He's a, a very good up-and-coming coach. If you don't remember Deuce, he was the uh, the running back in Philadelphia for, for quite a while. Um, good, very good running back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's been an assistant, uh, hasn't been able to get that that coordinator position. They didn't give it to him in, uh, in Philadelphia, so he left. He went to Detroit. Uh, he was part of the staff there. Um, so, you know, they, they didn't say specifically what he would be uh, – uh, hired as it wasn't, you know, he was hired as the offensive coordinator, but you know, it, it, it would be kind of a step up. You know, they said maybe run game coordinator, maybe offensive coordinator, but it wasn't for sure. Uh, then there's another report that they also were uh, talking to 
to Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> I, I just hate saying the dude's Listen, name. Listen, that name uh, makes you laugh every time too. And DBZ put it in the chat. <laughs> yeah. He, he, they interviewed him as well, who, if you don't know, was also an offensive coordinator in Detroit uh, during the Jim Caldwell years. Did a pretty good job there uh, and was the pass game coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars last season. Uh, so, you know, either if they if they're able to get both of those guys, that, that's a home run. Right. But either or would be a, a very solid addition uh, for Carolina. Uh, you know, a defensive coordinator, you know, it's still kind of up in the air. You know, Frank Reich wanted uh, Vic Fangio. Uh, and, and, and then he said it was, there was another uh, coordinator that they were talking about with him. But the organization is looking at Marquand Manuel, uh, who used to be a, a safety for the, uh, the Seahawks. Um, and he's been a defensive coordinator right now. He's a defensive assistant. Um, I forget where I want to say with the 49ers, I believe. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I think, I think there's a lot of good defensive uh, candidates out there. I, I, I'm confident that they'll land on a, a good, uh, solid hire, hire, uh, for the DC job. Uh, but they were able to retain their, uh, special teams coordinator and their offensive line coach. So again, two big wins for uh, Reich and the organization and keeping those guys on board. So everything is looking. Uh, Wait, looking, special teams coach? Who's the coach? Uh, the offensive line coach, offensive James Campen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who who tried and failed to body slam? Uh, I believe it was Yokozuna uh, at a WWF event one day. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was bad. It was embarrassing. But they you know, they had it on video. They they played it out. Was that the, he, the, the, the old, was that the old one where where Hulk Hogan came out and yeah body yeah yeah. Him? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. So, remember that. so yeah, he 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 did a great job with the offensive line. Uh, they're gonna have probably all those guys back. You know, Bradley Bozeman only signed a one year deal, uh, so we'll see if he's back or not, and whatever. Uh, but you know, Austin Corbett got hurt in the last uh, last game of the season, a pretty pretty bad injury. I think he tore his ACL, so he he may not be ready for the start of the season. But everybody else is gonna be back. Austin Corbett will be back. You know pretty probably early in the season as well uh so the line is going to be intact he did a great job with them so really happy to have him back and like i said everything's looking up for for carolina right now uh and now it's you know they got to get focused on who is their guy at quarterback you know and and whoever it is they got to go get him well uh, pause right there. I'm read a couple comments and I, I want to talk about that quarterback position uh, in a minute. Uh, Manuel's Call of Duty says, "Why the Panthers don't hire you?" Rodney <laughs> says, "Uh, you know football and what the Panthers need to do." It's a great question. I'm gonna ask you to go ahead and ask David Tepper that. Facts, facts. Because I'm not okay. gonna ask him. I don't want to seem desperate. But you go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> he don't want. He don't. He want to look thirsty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A deep my move what's going on says Jim Bob Cooter is only 38. I thought he would be in his 50s with that name. Also, that name sounds like someone who was sell moonshine. Well, That's I'm not fact. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with either one of those points. <laughs> I was shocked when I saw he was 38. <laughs> Mr. Jada Six says CJ Stroud, come on down. Hey, what's up, SV Cam? Thanks for coming through. Uh Helio Dominguez says Brightney wanted Lamar. What's Don't let that? him go to Carolina. If you're not going to keep him, why wouldn't you want? Why would you want my team to have him? Listen, listen. You absolutely want him to go to, to Carolina, Damn, okay? Because because you know, look, hating ass Ravens fans. Man. Listen, 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 Ravens fans. If Lamar leaves Baltimore, right, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to go with him to his next team, 
or you're going to stay here and be sad and 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 be wondering what's good with with Lamar. You're going to be, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be going going through your phone just looking at old highlights and you know taking Twitter see like hey what's he what's he up to these, these days because ain't nothing going to be going on over here, right? Yeah. If he goes to Carolina, it's like he never left. You you you'll be we'll be talking about him every week on the show still, right? Mm-hmm. So, you better- hey, y'all know me, I'm not going to rub it in. now okay the quarterback position the quarterback position the concerns you have with frank wright was quarterback right Mm -hmm. um he didn't make the right uh moves in carolina and 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 with the colts within indianapolis at that position now he's here and the one thing that you said about it was if you did hire him you hope that they got a good QB coach in there and that they they make the right move at quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Making sure that it's you're not leaving it up to him to decide who goes in the game. So yeah. how do you so how do you feel about that? So you got Frank Wright here, obviously. Um, what should happen with the quarterback coach position and you know quarterback position? Yeah, uh, you know, we're still still waiting to see who they're they're looking at for the for the uh, coordinator and, and QB coach. Haven't really heard any any names uh, outside of Staley and, and Cooter for the OC. Uh, so that's still kind of up in the air. Uh, in terms of the actual quarterback, you know they're picking ninth, and you know they have a shot at at CJ Stroud. It really depends on you know who the the Texans and the Colts like. And if the the Seahawks are going to screw Geno Smith and, and try to take a quarterback as well, um, if if the Texans move up to number one and they take Bryce Young, and then you know the the Colts go after a Will Levis or something like that, you know then there's a chance for for Carolina to jump in there and, and grab C.J. Stroud, which would be again you know like I said before with those, those coaching hires, there'd be a home run if you can get up there and get C.J. Stroud. Um, more likely, I think, is they'll have to give up a ton of, of picks to move up, uh, possibly to one, maybe two, to, to try and get uh, the quarterback that they want, unless the quarterback that they actually want is Anthony Richardson. And I think they can just stay right there at nine and take Anthony Richardson. But then it's even more important who you bring in as the as the quarterback coach because he's he's a guy who needs a lot of work. Uh, yeah. If you've if you've watched Anthony Richardson at Florida. You know, he's got a huge arm, huge arm. Uh, you can make any throw that you can think of, right? He's got a, a ton of athleticism. He looks like a cam, right? He, he's got that kind of size, that kind of athleticism, that kind of arm, except when he throws it, it doesn't go to his receivers most of the time. He got a little uh, Jay Schrader in him. It goes. It just. It goes in the. It goes in the vicinity. Y'all don't remember Jay Schrader? Oh man, worst quarterback. Jay, ever Jay seen Schrader him, is the only quarterback who I ever watched who where the cameraman couldn't find the ball. Like <laughs> they would be they panning back and forth like, "Yo, where the hell did it go?" I just. I don't. I don't know. And but no. like, I found it. <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, but no, yeah, he, he's got a little bit of that. It's not 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 as not that bad, but okay. you know, he's not he's not very accurate at all. Now he hasn't been playing very long, and that's you know a part of it. He doesn't have a lot of experience, so you need somebody who can come in 
and really help him nail down the fundamentals. Now, I mean, in the NFL, that's not really their job. That's not what they, it's not really what they do. Uh, so I think a lot of it is going to fall, unfortunately, on Anthony Richardson doing that in, in the, in his off time, but it, it never hurts to get the, the coach in there who can help him with the mental side as well. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that, I, I think that's the most likely scenario. So is they go there. Mm-hmm. So, so they go Richardson, you want them to get, bring in a, like a veteran QB. I think they're going to do that regardless. Uh, you know, anytime you're, you're you're going with a rookie quarterback, you're going to bring in somebody who has experience just in case. Uh, and it's not going to be Matt Corral. Uh, Matt Corral will be the third string quarterback, and it's fine. Um, and, and go man, it's not going to be it's not going to be Tyler Huntley. It's not going to be why, pro, nobody. Uh, nobody want to trade for Pro Bowler Tyler. Huntley. I'm about to say my bad, go man. You mean I meant Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley? Put some respect on his name. Nah, I, I'm going to respectfully decline, go man. But I appreciate the offer. Um, there, there's there's plenty of guys that they could go after. I wouldn't be mad at them trying to sign Jimmy Garoppolo for for a year and just let him run out there. Um, I, I, like I said on uh, on one of our previous shows, I would not be mad at all at them bringing back Sam Darnold. Uh, he put in a, a lot of work. He improved. Not that he's great or anything, but I think you, you want to reward that kind of effort. Uh, so I wouldn't be mad at them bringing him back. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be mad. You know, I saw somebody float out there, Jacoby Brissett, who's a free agent who mm. uh, worked with with Frank Reich in Indianapolis. I think he did a I think he did a solid job mm-hmm. uh, filling in for Deshaun Watson with the with the Browns. Yeah, so I, I think that's a that's a uh, possibility, is a strong possibility as well. Since you know he was Frank Reich's quarterback uh, for a while as well. Uh, yeah. But I do think they'll they'll bring in a veteran. I'm not real. You know, I, I don't particularly care who it is. Because if you if you bring in if if it's Anthony Richardson and you bring in a veteran and you say hey Richardson's not going to start in his rookie year then I'm not going to expect a whole lot of wins in the rookie year necessarily uh, I'm kind of you know we're waiting for the next season waiting for the next era to start now uh, you know because the the NFC South is I mean they don't I mean the quarterback position is weak and all over NFC oh, South right real weak I uh, I mean bringing in somebody like Jacoby Brissett could win you the division yeah it could. It could. When when I say you know not really going to win, I mean they're not going to be contenders uh, with a with a Jacoby Brissett or a or a Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever. But yeah. you know they, I absolutely expect that they they'll uh, be the favorites to win that division. Honestly, and, unless Tampa or, or you know makes a big splash at quarterback, uh, because right now I'm looking for the tweet. the The quarterbacks in the NFC South are. We've got Desmond Ritter and uh, Ritter and Marcus Mariota in Atlanta, Matt Corral and Jacob Eason in Carolina, Jameis Winston and Jake Luton. Although I think Jameis Winston is getting released, uh, mm. I think he had asked to be released. And Tampa Bay has Kyle Trask, and that's it. That's that's the list. There's not a uh, there's not a starting quarterback in that group. Nope, there isn't. Now there's a there's a Tyler Huntley debate going on in the chat here, B. Uh, thank you, Goldman, for derailing this conversation. It says Huntley can ball. I'm telling you. <laughs> Why does he do it in Baltimore? Look, look, I'm 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 gonna tell you this, Goldman. I'm not as down on Tyler Huntley as B is. Right? I feel like in a better offense, a better you know, with better coaching, he could perform much better than what we see. But we know he's not that guy either. Right? We we know that. Um, how much better? It's hard to say. But it's not enough for for anybody to trade anything significant for him. Shout out to Anonymous for a twenty five dollar donation. What's that say, B? Uh, asking if the Panthers 
will sign a top wide receiver to go with DJ. Uh, thank you very much for the donation. Personally, I don't think they're going to sign a, a, a receiver. I think they'll look to the draft to get their number two. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that would obviously have to be in the second round. Uh, and also, it kind of depends on what. Do you happens. have second round? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. thank, thanks to uh, San Francisco. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, but it also depends on what happens with quarterback because, you know, I think they're going to be using some of those picks to move up if if that's the, the route they, they choose to go. Yeah. Um, Rave Kidney says, all seriousness, y'all can't say Huntley wouldn't look good in baby blue uniform on that Panthers. Fire emojis. That would be fire. I don't Let's care say- what he looks like. It's <laughs> <Right. laughs> not, um, not the issue here. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't looked at his stats. Did he have more touchdowns and interceptions this year? No, sir. Or last year. So for his career, for his career, he's attempted 305 passes in the NFL as a starter. Uh, this is in the regular season. How many he's, games has he started? Eight games. He's three and five. Uh, he's completed 65.6% of his passes for 1,754 yards, five touchdowns, and seven interceptions. I mean, come on. Like, that's just – again, I think he could perform better than that. But – the, the, I mean, it is what it is, right? He hasn't he hasn't played well. Now, when you when you look at that completion percentage, that sounds fine, but then you look at his NEA, the the average net yards per attempt, four point two four, which is below abysmal. Yeah. So please don't talk to me about Tyler Huntley anymore. <laughs> uh, please don't. Yeah, I mean, listen, that that's just that's that's not a, that's not a real option there. Um, we're going to have to try to fleece somebody else on Tyler Huntley. Um, or, you know, l- listen, you guys are talking. That, that might be the, that might be the option for us uh, next year. OK, mm-hmm. so don't 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 hype him up too much, because if we have to roll out, roll out Tyler Huntley as a starter next year, y'all ain't going to be you ain't going to be singing the same tune. All right. One hundred and ten people in here. Go ahead and hit that like button. And if you're new, hit the subscribe button. Um, uh what more? You got, you got anything else we want to say about the Panthers? Oh, hold on. Let's, let's read these donations. Shout out to KP yes. for a donation. Says, do you still wish they traded Brian Burns? Yes, absolutely. It was two firsts and a second. He's not worth that. Two firsts and a second? It was two firsts and a second that they had offered him. Jeez. Shout out to Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett makes Kenny Pickett, starting quarterback of the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, makes an appearance. Says, you know who is that guy? Me. AKA Mittens. What's up, LBHT? Happy Black History Month. Always love Brodney's Black History Fact. When I when am I coming on the show? Okay, we'll get that worked out. I want to see my LBHT crew fans. Anyways, great stream. Thank you, Kenny Pickett. We are going to bring Kenny Pickett on um soon. Soon. Okay. He's been hitting us up, DMing us, saying, Hey man, I, I know I'm a stealer, but I love you guys' show. And and secretly, I, I love the Ravens. Um, you know, bring me on, man. Bring me on, bro. So we're gonna get we're gonna get Kane Pickett on the show uh soon. Okay. Um John Hobzeb Ali says doesn't matter who Panthers got for a head coach, it's not like they will be making a trip to the Super Bowl for a very long time. Oh, shots fired, John Hobzeb. They've been I more recently than Baltimore. Ali. Facts. Facts. So I mean, you might want to calm the hell down on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say they we, we've had a much longer drought than than them. Um, listen, man, do not sleep 
on the Panthers. They are closer than you think. They are closer than you think. Uh, they have their coach. I mean, they they just had a uh, just one of the worst coaches in the NFL. He sucked. All right, Matt Rule sucked. Frank Wright is a very good head coach. He shouldn't have been fired from the Colts. Um, they got a good coach. If they get their quarterback, you better watch out. Yeah, if they get their quarterback, they're hosting a playoff game next year. Period. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I mean, they almost, they almost did it this year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That that's happening. Um, and then when they get to the playoffs, they can listen. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what other moves they make. I like what they did last offseason, and a lot of those picks worked out. Yeah. All right. So it's it's real funny because Matt Rule, you know, he he takes credit for for building up the team and everything, and it's kind of true. You know, they Matt Rule, you know, he 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 was the guy. He he was making the decisions, not Scott Fitterer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you know it was a collaboration to an extent, but he brought in Jeremy Chin. You know, he brought in, uh, I believe he was the, the guy there. Well, maybe he wasn't there for Derek Brown, but he brought in J.C. Horn. You know, he brought Derek in Brown a lot Jimmy of Chin the, were the same draft. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Yeah. And, and you know, he a lot of the, the foundation on that side of the ball is from Matt Rule. Actually, now, he I don't think. he didn't know how to coach them. I don't think that was a Matt Rule pick, right? You still had. Um, no, it was Marty. Team. Marty Herney was there, but Matt Rule had control of the of the team from, from day one. Yeah, now, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, well, Marty, Carson Wentz available. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Frank Wright will stay far away from Carson Wentz. Okay? I'm not sure. He traded for him and then traded him right away. <laughs> right, <laughs> one and done he, with Frank Wright. He traded for him and then somebody else traded him away. <laughs> uh, all right, G14 says Panthers can't even win the division title in that dumpster fire in that dumpster division. No, not not this year. But we're talking about a. a a revamped um, uh, team, right? They're not rolling into next season with the same team. Y'all got Lamar Jackson and couldn't win your division. Oh, I, I knew that was coming. G fourteen, he gotta, you gotta be careful, man. Listen, like, guys, guys, you, guys, you got, you got a, you got a, t- a top defense, a special running back, a great tight end, and and a, and a generational quarterback, and right. uh, and Joe Burrow whooped y'all's ass, man. We we want we want our our viewers to be educated right uh, on both sides ravens fans and panthers fans but ravens fans like yeah be careful who you who you take shots at man because how you view this team is not how the rest of the world views this team uh-huh. i keep telling uh-huh. y'all views your this this the ravens are a bad team they are a bad team and they're being held up by a superstar quarterback you do not want to see this team. Like, I mean, it, it, it's looking like you, it might trend in that direction, but you do not want to see what this team looks like without Lamar. I don't care what move, what picks they get, how many you know picks players that they get in return for Lamar. It's not going to make up for uh, his loss um, next season. The way this team is constructed right now, uh, who we have at head coach. I mean, he was on his way to getting fired before he started Lamar. He wasn't even going to finish the season. Okay. So um, you don't want to know what that team looks like. It's awful. All right. So I just be careful. That's all I'm saying, man. You throwing shots at other teams, man. Be careful. Yeah, the Panthers had some down years. I think they're trending up and they get that quarterback. They right back in it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, let's see. Uh, Devon Allen says, "Really bad team, and I don't understand how people don't see it." Yeah, talking about the Ravens. 
It's on a minute. Yeah. Um, look, Lamar keeps them competing, you know. And and yes, they have a good defense. They got Roquan Smith. He he I think he turned, you know, turned that that level up a notch uh for the for the intensity on the defense and they compete. But again, man, that's just it's just not enough if if you don't have offense in this league. And the only offense that we have is Lamar Jackson. Um and yes, E, he says we literally said this when we went to training camp. Say literally, yeah, yeah, we were at the training camp. Um, and listen, man, Lamar looked great. You know, uh, that's all we can say. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't Lamar beat the Panthers uh, this year? Yeah, the Panthers were a bad team this year. This, this barely, the by, the, this barely the by the way, yeah, barely thirteen points. Like this, is, this is what Ravens fans do. They, they beat bad teams and then act like y'all are world beaters. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't win anything when it matters. Can you? T- talk to me about a game that you've won since Lamar's been there that meant anything. I'll wait. We beat the Titans in the playoffs. That meant something. Oh, in the first round of the playoffs. Wow. It meant something to me. Look, I mean, Incredible. that was a that's a big game. We we came back Incredible. from behind. They're talking about Lamar can't win, can't can't win a playoff game. That was that was a huge moment. Uh-huh. Okay, that was a huge moment. It so, meant so much that everybody's just like, oh, Lamar, he's just won one playoff game. Yeah, look, look he's you know, one, you know he's one and four. They always gonna raise four, the bar. He went when he wins a Super Bowl. Like, oh, he's only won one Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 All right, listen. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk some AFC NFC championship games after after I read this donation here. Shout out to anonymous man. Thank you. Says, what is the likelihood, uh, Mister Jackson, going to the Panthers? It, I think. I th- I think this. If Lamar, um, if 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 he goes on a trading block, they're saying, hey, all right, we're going to trade him. Uh, we're not going to get a deal done. I think the chances are kind of evenly distributed, right? Yeah. The, because we know the Panthers tried really hard to get Deshaun Watson. They were they were in the runnings to get him. They tried their pretty hardest. Yes, yes. Right up until the end. <laughs> yeah. I think this time around, um, they have a very good shot. They have a very good shot. Um, but there's going to be a lot of teams making their best offer to get him. And, you know, it's it's the offer, and he, he has to agree to sign there. So... I'm gonna tell you what works for the Panthers, right? Like B has given you some options for what they could trade to give up for Lamar, right? Um, that's a pretty good offer. May not be the absolute best offer. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. It you have to, it, but it definitely is. But go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's it's not, but it doesn't have to be. It could be yo. Look, it could be the worst offer if Lamar says this is where I want to go. That's where he has to go. Yeah, I'm not gonna sign anywhere else. So it's about convincing Lamar. How do you convince Lamar? You have the richest owner in the NFL saying, what do you want? Here's a blank check. Write a number in there. And he writes a number in there and he says, cash it. And he says, we've already got a better wide receiver than you've ever played with. And now you get to pick your number two this offseason. Listen, I am the richest owner in the league. I'm giving you a blank check. Give me a number and I'll fill it in and you can cash it tonight. Okay? Lamar, Lamar... Will say deal. Go ahead and give give that old team whatever they asked for, and let's get it done. The Panthers could absolutely get Lamar Jackson. 
that is not that is not if if he if he becomes available you and they want him that is a high possibility yeah and and, and that that was going to be my answer as well like right now obviously it doesn't look you know it doesn't look likely nobody's talking about carolina uh but nobody was talking about cleveland either for Deshaun watson nobody right once baltimore says okay we couldn't get anything done we're going to listen to offers all bets are off at that point because every single team that wants a, a a franchise quarterback is going to be calling them giving them their best offer and making their best pitch to lamar Oh, JP says, fellas, what do you guys think about Anthony Richardson? Probably the most interesting QB prospect from the draft to me. Oh, somebody navigated away from the show. Caught. We need it. We, we, we need it. We caught you graphic. <laughs> no, uh, Anthony Richardson, I think you know, he's got he's got all of the tools. And somebody needs to teach him how to use them. So it's a it's a very high risk. Uh, if you listen to Doug Farr. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> if you listen to Doug Farr, you know, he he's made he made great strides even just throughout this season. Yeah. Uh, but he's still very, very inconsistent throwing the ball. Uh, so you gotta you have to really, really trust one that he has the work ethic, and two, that, that you have the coaches to to help him with the mental part of the game uh, once he gets into the NFL. And you have to have a team uh who whose head coach and GM are secure enough in their jobs that they can wait on him. Now in Carolina, that GM just got there a couple of years ago and he was working under Matt rule. So I don't think he's really in any danger. Frank Reich was just hired this year. So he's not in any danger of losing his job this season. So that's a, that's a situation where Anthony Richardson could go and they could be patient with him. Uh, there's other situations where, you know, maybe they're not going to be so patient because the head coach is like, I need to, I need to save my job. Yeah. So, so Goldman says, wait, if Lamar wasn't hurt, we would still be playing. Y'all know. Oh, I know, Goldman. Um, we could, we, 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 I, I think we could have been in the, the AFC championship game. We could, we could have been playing for a Super Bowl right now. Right. We probably want to beat the Chiefs, but, uh, we, we would definitely, I, I definitely think we'd have been in the AFC championship game if Lamar wasn't hurt, but he was hurt and it's not looking good, uh, in terms of him returning to this team. So you need to start looking at the team without Lamar. What does that team look like without Lamar? And compare that team to the Panthers coming up this season. Well, and, How do and, we stack up? Yeah. Them? And the other part is Lamar has been healthy in the playoffs several times, and you've never still been playing at this point. No, no. Around yeah. is not good enough. Yeah, that's, that's it true. It just isn't. Yeah. You know, uh, they've, they've been to the second round with Lamar. King95 says, which team has the Carolina, best assets again? Carolina, I'm gonna take this one. Thank you. It's no, no, Carol- no. It's, it's the, I'm gonna take this one. It's no, the Carolina. No, listen, listen, listen. listen, Carolina listen. Panthers game. What do you consider? What do you consider best assets? I said they have the most. They they have the richest owner, and he could say, "Give me a number, and I'm gonna make it work." Right? Um, I mean, they all can, but you know, they act like, "Oh, well, I, I, you know, I don't know if I have the money to put in escrow." David Tepper, that's whatever. Uh, I'll cut you a check. Right. That's the great the greatest asset is the team that's willing to give Lamar what he wants. Because it doesn't matter what any team offers be. It doesn't matter. If he doesn't want to go there, they can't trade him there. Well, that that's only in a scenario where he picks one team. And most players don't do that. They most right, players right, will right, say, right. Hey, I'll go to any one of these three teams, go go get a deal done. 
Yeah. And yeah. in that scenario, Carolina has the best assets because they have a legitimate shutdown style type corner in JC Horn that they can trade. Right. They have a young, uh, a very good pass rusher. I'm not going to say he's a great pass rusher, but he's a very good pass rusher and could still get better. I mean, he's only, he's turning 25 in Brian Burns. Yeah. Uh, though I know, you know, those two things alone will be extremely attractive to Baltimore, who is really just not going to get off of this defense wins kick that they're on. Uh, and then obviously they have the picks. They got a top 10 pick this year. They have extra picks on day two. And then everybody has future picks. I mean, future picks are, yeah. The Jets said they have a shutdown corner in South Gardner. <laughs> and they ain't trading them. For Lamar, they will. They ain't trading them for Lamar. I bet you they would. I, I bet you they don't offer him. I bet you they say this guy was he walked in and was arguably the best corner in the league. We're not trading him. We'll give you whatever else. And they said, and the Ravens say, "Hey, Lamar is looking at you guys. They will send him on the next thing smoking. They will they will offer Lamar more money to get the other teams off of that list before they <laughs> trade South Gardner. They're not going to trade him. Asset money's the asset. See, that's what I'm talking about." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right, listen, what happened over the weekend? Okay, we didn't live stream over you know for these games, but what happened? You had the Eagles stomp out the San Francisco 49ers, and you had the Kansas City Chiefs uh beat the Bengals in heartbreaking fashion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um let's talk, okay, listen, there's not much to talk about with the Eagles, man. The, the Eagles, I look, they took out Brock Purdy, you know, um early. And he he uh, tore his UCL. He's gonna have to have what they call the Tommy John surgery. They yes, yes, they were yeah. they were talking six months is what they were saying. But uh, apparently one of the top uh, surgeons who does that procedure uh, or the top guys for that procedure says six to nine months is not very likely. He's probably gonna be out a year. Yeah. So which would mean missing all of next season. Yeah. I was never on the Brock Purdy train. Hold on, I'll be back in a second. Uh, I was never on the Brock Purdy uh, train in terms of he's going to take over that starting position. I was never that. That's Trey Lance's job. But now that's that's not even the question. Um, he's not going to be ready for next next year, right? Uh, sucks for him. But uh, he went out early, and that was pretty much the end of the game, for being honest. They just, they just didn't have a shot. Um, so the Eagles... They looked impressive. They, I think they kind of scaled back a little bit, B, uh, because because they they knew they kind of had a game in hand. They ran the ball a whole lot and mm-hmm. play and played great defense. And you know they just they ran the score up. Yeah, uh, you know it was it was unfortunate that that Purdy got injured uh, very early in the game, and they had, they had to go to Josh Johnson. And you know their offense really never got on track. Um, you know, I mean, they, they they did score to tie the game, but you know, over the over four quarters, you're probably not you know winning with that offense, regardless, right? Yeah. Uh, but Philadelphia was the better team. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about that. They're they're better almost everywhere. Uh, you know, you can say that the 49ers have the better defense, but it's only slightly. Uh, and Philly is much better on the offensive side, uh, so I don't I don't think that was going to go San Francisco's way, regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I agree with you about Brock Purdy. I mean, it was a it was a nice little run that he had, but they drafted Trey Lance number three overall. And best case scenario, it was going to be, you know, just kind of a, a open competition, you know, next season, and he would probably lose it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
All right, so like I said, there's there's not much uh, to say about that. Happy for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has come a long way. B, has Jalen Hurts changed your mind? Me and B debate about Jalen Hurts. I I always have faith in the young man. B, I not. saw I saw somebody uh, on Twitter saying that Jalen Hurts is what Ravens fans uh, think Lamar is, and I'm no, like Ravens fans no. Ravens fans think Lamar is a poor man's Lamar. That doesn't make any sense. You, you listen, but, let's, let's not get twisted. Jalen Hurts is not Lamar Jackson. No. Uh, but but he is better than I thought, and so I you know I do owe Jalen Hurts an apology. I thought he couldn't play. He can play. Uh, he's probably well. I, I won't say probably, but he's got a, a good shot at winning MVP this year, uh, and it's it's well deserved. He played extremely well this season. Yeah. You know, it started off kind of slow uh, throwing the ball, and then he caught fire uh, in the second half of the season. So props to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Pat Mahomes winning MVP. Have you seen his numbers? My God. Pat Mahomes win the MVP, but I will I will not be sad to see Jalen Hurts win it. I, I, I think will... I think a lot of times people like to vote for the person that they haven't voted for before. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would be I'd be very happy for Jalen Hurts if he won League MVP and Super Bowl MVP. That that would be great. That would be great. Um, Pat Mahomes, listen, I think Pat Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the universe. I mean, it's kind of been there, done that with him, right? So, yeah. so give give it let. Let Jalen Hurts uh, shine a little bit. Speaking of Pat Mahomes, the Chiefs and Bengals. Oh, man. Bengals fans. Oh, man. Are they still crying about that game? Oh, I yeah. would be. Oh, I yeah. would be. They, they now, are. Okay. So, so all right. So, we don't need to recap the whole game. Like, Look, you guys saw what happened, right? Let's talk about the, the hot topics of the game here, shall mm-hmm. we? The first one was the, um, the do-over play. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't that look, they end up getting a sack on the next play and, and the Chiefs punted the ball, I believe. So like it's kind of no harm, no foul. No, 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 no. Wasn't it? They did get a sack, but everyone's favorite corner, Eli Apple, was holding on the play. Oh, that's right. And they got a first down. Yeah. But they no, did they score on that drive? Uh, I, I they can't did. remember if they scored. I'll, I'll have to check. But I, they, I, they got a first down. I I think they did. Was that the drive? I I, I you know, it's a kind of a blur now. But was that the drive where Pat Mahomes fumbled the ball? Wait. I don't believe so. Okay. But listen, listen, I would be heated if I was a Bengals fan because I didn't like how it was going down. And when they showed the <coughs> replay that the ref was trying to blow the play dead and they ran the play, man, it's tough, right? Because, because he did. He blew the play dead. There shouldn't be a play. But they ran a play, and you know, like, what do you do there? Like, they the rest made the right call, but if I were the Bengals, if I was the Bengals fans, I would be so heated. Yeah, I would, I, I would be so heated. Um, so that's um, that was the. So no, they they did end up punting on that drive. Okay, they punted. Okay, um, so yeah, no harm, no foul, but that would have got me hot, right? And that would make me, that would lead me to believe. They, they, the, the refs are, are trying to trying to win them this game. I, I, you know, as a fan, I would be thinking that, like, man, they trying to get this game to them. Man, look at that, a do over. We just gonna run the play over again, you know? Uh, but it shouldn't happen. Now the other one, the 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 big one, be the late hit out of bounds. Again, when I watched it in real life, I was like, you can't call that, not right now, right? But then I saw the replay and I was like. Yep, gotta call it. It's, you know, you, you do have to call it. It's the rule, and it was blatant. But I keep 
barely even touched him. Like, <laughs> he sold it, it well, though, right? <laughs> he really, like that, that's the one thing I didn't really hear anybody talking about. Man, Pat Mahomes <laughs> sold the hell out of that push, man. Like he he looked like dude shot him in the back, but you know, he barely touched him. But he was two steps out of bounds, and you had to do it. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't like that everybody you know is trying to act like oh that gave him the game. They're already in field goal range. That kicker was was like they weren't in field goal kick. range though. They were in field goal range. It would have been a sixty so, yarder. Yeah, no, it, it was less than sixty yards, and his career long is sixty two that he made this season. He's four for five. But it's not automatic plus. though. No, it's neither is forty five. It's not yeah. automatic. Like that, that's not a, that's not a, it's not an easy kick. People people like to pretend it that is, stuff it is, is for, automatic. It is for Bucker. Okay, well, is you know no no it isn't. He's four again. He's four for five from fifty plus in the playoffs, right? Yeah. He's four for five from forty to forty nine in the playoffs. It's not automatic for anybody. Those are difficult kicks. People like to just you know pretend that oh it's your one job you can't mess it up. They're hard kicks to make. Yeah. So you know he made the kick easier. Sure, absolutely. But I think he was likely to make the kick regardless. But the reason that that's not even the reason that I don't. The only reason I also don't like it because. All y'all made mistakes. Eli Apple gave him that first down. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pratt, who was screaming, "Why did you touch the quarterback? God Why God didn't God. you touch Isaiah Pacheco more on that on that third down play?" Isaiah Pacheco you know? touched him though. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> like you, you hit Isaiah Pacheco at the line, had him wrapped up, and then all of a sudden he's 13 yards downfield getting the first down. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. You know why is Pat Mah- or not Pat Mahomes? Why is Joe Burrow just tossing it up in the double coverage and throwing interceptions? Right. So something that Joe Burrow was doing in the game, I'm going to read these comments in a minute. You guys got some thoughts on this. Um, did you guys notice how often he was throwing the ball in the ground? They called it intentional grounding one time, but there's a few times I was just like, that's intentional grounding, right? Uh, and they said, oh, there's somebody in, in the area. But I think that was something that they established before the game. Like, hey, we're not going to be able to, to block this D-line because the one thing that people sleep on on Kansas City is that D-line is very scary. Chris Jones could could you know he could easily be a defensive uh player of the year, right? D, uh, interior D lineman, fifteen sacks. He can get to the quarterback at will. In that game, he he'd never had a postseason sack before, but in that game against Cincinnati, he had two sacks, uh, five QB hits, and I think it was three tackles for loss. Like he was he was living in their backfield. And I also want to mention he has 15, he had 15 or 15 and a half sacks on the season, right? Should have been 16 or 16 and a half because uh, at least because they took one away uh, when they played. Who was it when he got that strip sack? Was it the Raiders? Oh, I can't remember. You guys know what I'm talking about? He sacked the he sacked the quarterback and took the ball before yeah. he even hit the ground, and they call a personal foul. Yeah. I mean, he he's 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 a beast. He's a beast. But anyway. I think they knew that they weren't going to be able to protect Joe Burrow. And they said, hey, the first sign of trouble, you just throw the ball in the dirt. Right. And they did that constantly. But the way they were doing it, I felt like they should have been intentional grounding calls uh, more often. Right. And one time they did call it. Now, I, I, you know, look, Coach Coach Evans could explain this better. You know, he he's a person to look at this and, and, and give more context to it. But what was different between the time they called personal uh, uh, intentional grounding and the other times because he was doing the same exact thing right you know so 
That, that's another thing I would well, I, I know the I know the one time with it that Bengals fans are really angry about uh the ball hit the ground like seven yards away from the nearest receiver. Like it, I literally saw somebody say, Oh, it bounced right to his feet. Like, yeah, from seven yards away. That's, <laughs> it not, how over it, there. that's not how it works. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they try to give quarterbacks the benefit of the doubt if, if there's anybody in the area, but like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> Sharon says, Brian and Jose, hopefully he's coming to California 49ers and you guys, there are sleeper teams you're not mentioning. Uh, talking about Lamar, uh, Sharon, there are a whole lot of teams. But like, it's yes, like, we, you know, Atlanta's been mentioned out there. Um, look, they're sleeper for a reason because we don't know about them. But I promise you, there'll be names out there that you didn't think would be in the running for a quarterback that will go after him. There's like 26 teams that would, would, be doing or, or i mean probably like 28 teams that would be a, a clear upgrade by getting lamar jackson so yeah there's going to be a lot of teams that you don't think about necessarily who are who are at least making calls to inquire yes uh, but it's going to be down to you know it, it, it comes down to a list of who lamar wants to play for so until we get to that point, you know, I mean, there's no sense in going over every single team who could possibly trade for him. Listen, there's a team out there that I can mention, but y'all don't want to hear that. Sugar want to hear it, though. <laughs> okay, y'all don't y'all want me to mention that team, though. That's a possibility, too. All right. Our guest, Kenny Pickett, our, our future guest, Kenny Pickett, won't, won't want to hear that. But. He'll, he'll be very happy in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, Super Brother says, Chiefs offensive line is not good, is not that good. Blitz Mahomes, instead of letting him stand Okay, I mean, if you if you want to do that, who's going to cover their receivers though? Mm. That's yeah. that's the thing. Little Ed just says Eli Snapple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim Patterson says, and it's outside and it's windy and Chiefs Stadium. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the Bengals don't play in the best conditions either. You know, so it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Akeem Johnson says, call me a homer, but I think Lamar better than Mahomes. Mahomes is great, but yeah, you are a homer. Yeah, That's yeah. okay. It's, it's fine. I'm a homer too. Uh, Mahomes is great, but coaching and roster construct matters, and that man is set up for real. Now, that is an argument that you can mm-hmm. make. If Lamar had gone to the Chiefs, been coached by Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, and had Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill for the first couple years, you know, and just they constantly just put talent around him, how would he look? Right? He'd look um, incredible. He look incredible. Yes. I still think Mahomes is a better quarterback. Yeah, look, I get where you're coming from, Akeem, because listen, if you ask me who who was the the best quarterback of all time, right? I mean, my answer is not gonna be Tom Brady because I don't think he's the best quarterback of all time. He's the most accomplished quarterback of all time. Right. But you know, I I, I would say probably you know Dan Marino. I think Pat Mahomes is on that road. Uh but if you ask me who the most talented quarterback is of all time, I'm going to tell you Cam Newton. And I'm going to say, hey, if he goes to an organization not named the Carolina Panthers, he goes to an organization that cares about protecting their quarterback and building around their quarterback, Cam Newton would have been unstoppable in the NFL. Yeah. You know? And and that's, you know, I, I hear that same argument about Lamar. Like he said, he goes to a better organization. Who knows how, how much he would have won by now? You know, he, he – he went through 36 touchdowns in a year where he ran for 1,200 yards and won unanimous MVP with little, with the, the bare minimum of help around him. So, right. yeah, if he goes to a, a team that knows how to coach offense, a team that cares about 
putting talent on their offense, who the, the sky's the limit. Yeah. But you know, we got to go with what we've seen so far, right? And Pat Mahomes, he does things that nobody else can do. I yeah. mean, Lamar does as well, but Pat Mahomes is doing it and winning every year. Listen, and it's okay to be a homer because you, you can do that with a quarterback like Lamar, right? You can make the argument, absolutely, right? Um, but like like B said, I mean, Pat Mahomes is doing it. I mean, I expect that man to win MVP every year. I expect to, I expect Pat Mahomes to throw for over 5,000 yards and be over 40 touchdowns every year. Yeah. That's just, you know, he makes it look so easy, even on one leg. And look, he, he just won the AFC Championship game. Uh, yeah, with the with the high ankle sprain in a game where all his receivers got hurt. Yeah. Except for Valdez Scantling. He threw for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, I mean, he's the best. He's on another level, right? Lamar, look, I mean, they're all still young. So, I mean, Lamar, whether he goes to a, a new team or he stays in Baltimore and they shape up, you know, and, and they, you know, they give him the help, you know, he'll have a chance to, to put his name uh, in you know, in, in in uh consideration, which comment are you reading? B, I'm reading uh, Keem. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I definitely am a homer, but Lamar got over a two to one touchdown to interception ratio with Pat freaking Ricard dominating the snap counts and a bunch of no name receivers. And, absolutely. Uh, and, that, and and you know, for all the people who are wondering why Lamar would ever leave Baltimore, right there. Yeah, that's it. Shout out to Buck for the 333 says NFL MVP is Mahomes to lose every year right now yeah 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 he's 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 the guy he's the guy um who's the best florida state wide receiver in the league right now uh hendo florida oh you said florida state yeah i don't know i know it's gonna take you a while but you know get back to me uh, <laughs> uh one session says spot on brodney he look incredible with the chiefs i think lamar is better that was I made that point one session. <laughs> I made that point. <laughs> I think Lamar's better. Than nice as well. <laughs> I also think Cam Newton would have been better than Mahomes if he went to a better org. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Cam Newton, man, look, he he got the black quarterback treatment, and that's unfortunately yeah. what Lamar got here. I didn't think it was going to go down that way, but that's what he got. Um, and Jalen Hurts did not get the black quarterback treatment, and that's why the Eagles have been the best team all year, and they are in the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. that's what and, happens when you when you surround your talented quarterback with talent. And look, I'm, and I'm not saying that Tom Brady isn't talented, right? But if Tom Brady doesn't land in New England, do you even know who Tom Brady is? Listen, I say probably not. What happened to Tom Brady this year? His own line got hurt. That's it. Well. God took away his arm too. <laughs> but no, but I'm saying, but seriously, he was a sixth round pick. If he doesn't land in New England and Brian Cox doesn't take out Drew Bledsoe, do you even know who Tom Brady is? Because I think the answer is no. I he doesn't even get a shot somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this this yeah. I, I like where this conversation went, man. That was an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh Danville Carlisle. So that's that's the crazy thing, how they talk about you make cam newton um like he can't throw and that man has a rookie as a rookie uh came in and broke all rookie throwing stats yeah mm-hmm. throw for first, first rookie quarterback to throw for four thousand yards cam newton yep yeah um listen it 
you know, when you make that investment, he's the number one overall pick, right? You have to throw away your misconceptions about black quarterbacks, right? Yes, they're, you know, he's very athletic and he can use his legs, you know, but when you see him throw for 4,000 yards, you have to say to yourself, okay, how do we keep this man, um, how we keep this going for, for a very long time, right? He is our guy. He is our talent. Um, we have to put him in the best situation possible. But a lot of times teams don't do that. They just want to use up the talent, not put a lot around them because they don't believe in them as a, as a passer, right? And, mm-hmm. and then you end up hurting your own team down the road. Or you just, you know, you, you don't know how to adjust, right? Because, listen, I love Ron Rivera. I think Ron Rivera is a great guy. I think he's a pretty good coach. I think he's a great guy. Uh, and players love Ron Rivera. And I think that Ron Rivera absolutely 100% believed in Cam Newton, completely. And Cam Newton had 35 touchdowns as a rookie, a rookie who wasn't ready to play in the NFL. You know, it was what everybody said. He wasn't wasn't smart enough. He wasn't developed enough to play in the NFL. He came in, threw for 4,000 yards, had 21 touchdowns, had another 14 rushing touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And that head coach who believes in Cam Newton, who loves Cam Newton, gets up in front of a podium and says, I want to win game 7-6. That's a mismatch between the talent and the philosophy. Well, also, I don't think he believed in him either. Why'd you let him run so much? Oh, no, I think he believed in him. That's, that was a part of his game. And and look, I don't think that they should have done it, but I mean, that that was that's part of what separates Cam Newton from other quarterbacks. Right? I understand. I'm okay. It's the same thing with Lamar. If he just takes off and runs, right, that's part of his game. That's fine. When you're drawing up run plays for him, especially the runs where he's got to run straight into the pile, right? That that that's just that's just lazy coaching. Well, but that's the thing. I don't think that I mean, for Ron, I don't think he he didn't believe in him. Ron's not a he's not an offensive coach. He doesn't like offense. He likes to run the ball and control the ball. Like that's the, that's what I mean. It's a mismatch in philosophy and talent. You have a guy in Cam Newton who could be putting up. 30 plus a game every year, right? Yeah. And you have a coach who wants to score seven. Right. You you have to fire that coach. And, yeah. and listen, I know Ron won coach of the year a couple of times, got them to a Super Bowl off of Cam's back and everything. And that's great. You know, and the players love him, but he's not going to maximize Cam Newton. You know, you have to move on from him and get a coach in there who knows offense and who wants to score points and who is going to build an O-line around Cam and put weapons on the team. It's the same thing in Baltimore, you know, I mean, Greg Roman, it doesn't matter if he believed in Lamar Jackson or not. He doesn't know how to do anything else. But they brought him in there because they said, hey, we this is the style of ball that we want to play. We yeah. want to be ball control and defense win the champ, you know, defense win the game for us. But you have a dynamic player at quarterback who can score you score points every time he touches the ball. Yeah. But you yeah. just refuse to change. And so you end up wasting guys like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, like I said, this is a historical thing, man. It's it's just it's it's a stigma, uh stigmatism uh on black quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, not just just not being as as cerebral, not being great passers, and it's been passed down from generation to generation, and it still holds up to today in a lot of cases. And the Ravens have have fallen victim to that way of thinking as well, right? And you're at the point now where you're willing to you're willing to Shoot yourselves in the foot. You're willing to to spite this team to prove your point that you're better off with a guy 
who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's one of the better passers in the league. No matter what statute you look at, it proves it. It holds up. And they still don't believe in him. They don't want to build around him. And if he goes, the next quarterback that they bring in, especially if it's a white quarterback, they will you you will see the a slight change in 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 their way of thinking, right? Obviously, you're not going to be able to run your quarterback as much, so they'll put more emphasis on building the O line. They'll put more emphasis on getting a little bit more talent at wide receiver because they know they're not going to have that resource uh, anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just sad because you just downgraded your team, right? And you look you look throughout history. Look at um look look at uh um. Uh, look at the Panthers when they when they let Cam go, right? They cycled through quarterbacks. You know, they had they fired Ramavera, right? Uh, Ramavera has had anybody close to that type of quarterback in Washington. You know, you you waste the time, Matt Rule. Like it's just been a complete mess, and it didn't have to be this way. No, it it, it did not have to be this way. You could have kept Cam Newton up until this point, to be honest, right? I don't think Cam, I think Cam could have played this year. I don't think he was completely washed. I think they just didn't give him a chance. I think he should have been your quarterback all the way up until now, until you're ready to transition to your new quarterback. Yeah. But I, I don't think this year was them not wanting Cam. I think he didn't want to come back and play for them, uh, which is extremely understandable considering the way it ended both times in Carolina. Uh, yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying it's right that they should have never gotten rid of him to begin with. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he should he should have never gone. He should have been your guy. Just the same way uh Pittsburgh held on to Ben Roethlisberger, even though he was well, mm-hmm. well past his prime, right? But they they wrote it out until he retired. That's exactly how they should have done it with Cam. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um we'll get into some bonus time in a minute because uh, we are getting dangerously close to uh to two hours. And this is hashtag no two hours. We still have over a hundred people in here. Go ahead and hit that like button if you're new. Hit the subscribe button one time for your boys. Uh, what do you want to read? Bring that up because I agree with that. Cam's MVP season was the most dominant MVP season by a QB in NFL history, in my opinion. I say Lamar's MVP is second most dominant by a QB. And I agree because, you know, Cam was out there throwing it to Ted Ginn and Jericho Koshery and Philly Brown. And, and, and as much as I harp on the wide receivers uh, for the Ravens, somebody put out a highlight. Of uh, of Tegan's drops in Cam Newton's MVP season, they were terrible. The, drops. the one, the one against the Colts was the absolute worst. Like they still won the game because Greg Olson is great, uh, and 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 they threw a touchdown to Greg Olson in overtime to win it. But my man, like it was like he was he 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 was he was doing some kind of defensive maneuver, like waving his arms in front of him to 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 knock the ball away. It hit him right in his chest in stride. He all alone. He was dropping seventy-yard bombs where he's all by himself, right? Cam Newton hitting him in stride. He just straight dropping them. I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna and find was, that and retweet it. And the the video was just Ted Ginn. Well, not even all. <laughs> just Ted Ginn. Yeah. Shout out to anonymous for a twenty-five dollar donation. Will Mister Jackson come out and say I, I missed the last part of it? Yeah, say anything soon? I don't think so. I don't think you're gonna hear anything from Lamar. He's very he's uh, very private. Publicly. Yeah, he's very yeah. Um, okay, and thank you, thank you for that. Yes, thank you very much. I think they're going to keep it uh, in house, and I don't think he's going to say anything unless Baltimore gets really aggressive with the with the Lamar slander. Top billing about to start a war in here. 
Prime <laughs> Greg Olson or Mark Andrews, Brodney? Who you got? Greg Olson, and it's not even close. Not even close. I, I, I hate to say that because Mark Andrews is a good player, but again, not even close. I can't argue with him. I can't argue with him. Uh, Greg Olson is just, he's just been more consistent, right? Um, Mark Andrews is really good, but Greg, is he Greg Olson? No, probably not. Okay. This is a really good question here, too, from Evil Lamar. Uh, why do you think Kelvin Benjamin and Cam Newton fell out? So I, I think, you know, the easy answer is to say that Kelvin's immature uh, and, you know, he didn't want to work and everything. But I think that the real thing, I mean, it, it, his immaturity is a part of it. But, you know, he had lost his mother uh, not too long before that whole thing. And I honestly think he was just having a really, really difficult time dealing with it. Yeah. And I think he was just kind of lashing out. Um, you know, it, it, it was sad to see. I thought, you know, had he, you know, really put in the work and, and, and you know, wanted to be the guy, they could have had a, a great run together. But I, I think that, you know, he he was immature and he was dealing with some stuff that he wasn't really – he didn't know how to deal with. And so he just kind of lashed out and, and Cam was right there. Uh, and, and, you know, his career was off the rails at that point. And, and it's easy to point at Cam and, and blame him. Yeah. Um, how many, how many times did great Olsen make the pro bowl? I, I don't know. Uh, Rahib Ali wants to know. Um, I mean, we could look up. I, I don't know, but what's, what's the pro bowl mean? Tyler Huntley's in the pro bowl right now. <laughs> right. I'm about to say like, it's not a, it's not really a measure of anything there. But. Three times. I looked. He, I just looked it up. Three times he made it to a Pro Bowl. Um, how many times has he gone over a thousand yards? Three times. So let's let's see how many times Mark Andrews can do it. Because um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't I don't know. Mark Andrews is good. He, he's good. And you know how's Mark Andrews gonna look without Lamar too? We'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to wrap up with the show. Uh, we're going to do a little bonus time first. But first, we need to get a word from our sponsors, B. Ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. Um, look, you see the shirt here. You see what I'm wearing. You got the little green screen effect going on here. That's why you don't see the whole thing there. But this is how the shirt looks right here. Okay. That's what's on my, my shirt right now. Okay. That is the Raven City Edition T-shirt. You know, with the Ravens' wings, if the Baltimore skyline in the background, the wings are outlined in uh, East and West Baltimore uh, map. So, um, yes, Raven City. We also have some uh, Panthers apparel. Okay, you got the Keep Pounding shirt. You got a guy here. You know, he was a he was a a a, a intern. Okay, I'm sure somebody paid him. He wasn't paid by us. But um, he thought he was going to get some free merch. And we said, no, the merch stays here. You just take a picture and take it off. He said, oh, man. And then that's where they snapped the picture. That's why he looks so sad right there. Okay. So we got that and much more at lbhtshow.com slash shop. Okay. Um, that that nice beanie right there that that lady is wearing. You see me wear it on the show as well. That, that, that cute, cute couple over there is wearing the Ring Kings apparel. Okay. All that is on the store and more. So go over there and check it out and support. And like I mentioned earlier, um, lbhtshow.com or slash dollar sign LBHT show. I'm sorry. Dollar sign LBHT show. That's the cash app uh, where you can go in and support. If you want your uh, comment read on screen, that's how we do our super chat. Uh, also, that pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our stream elements both ways. Leave your comment, uh, leave your donation, and you get a nice little animation next to my face. And the third way, right below B, 
patreon.com slash lbht show okay um if you want to be a part of the lbht community you want to join our discord because i see look you guys have been showing up uh you've been showing out and we can't get to the comments like we used to uh in the chat box so you know we feel like hey man i i i just i want to continue this conversation you know uh you know we go through these topics uh kind of rapidly and um i want to continue this conversation the discord is a great way to uh, continue the conversation there's a lot of people in there now that uh chat is going on 24 7 because you got people in there that are up at different time types uh times of the day so that's a good way to join for as little as three dollars a month and honestly the discord is really a one-time fee well once you once you're in you're in we don't kick anybody out unless you know you acting funny but as little as three dollars a month you can sign up for the discord we have other tiers uh b will break them down for you real quick yeah so the three dollar tier like i said is a, it's kind of a general support tier but it also gets you into the uh, lbht pick'em league uh, that we do every year uh during the nfl season we give away a custom lbht trophy to the winner and i cannot believe you keep doing me like that every time it's when the I previous champion but i say when i say don't put mike up there in his little cosplay pictures <laughs> but you keep doing it uh but yeah so congratulations to hendo he, he won it this year we actually kind of transitioned to to a plaque this year because you know we got the new logo and all that so we'll see how he likes that uh we have the ten dollar tier which will get you into our fantasy football league we have a dynasty league going on and we also do a redraft league every year the winner of the dynasty league excuse me, gets the custom championship belt uh that we have here. I was, thought you were going to put it up, but that's all oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I can do it. No, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the LCFL championship belt this year is going to Buck. Congratulations. Inexplicably, he won the, the championship. If you're wondering why uh, there are childish anime characters smoking weed on the sides, uh, because the previous champion gets to put their logo on the belt for the following season, and there was only one champion uh, it was only a, a year old, and that was Deshaun's pick, so he just put it on both sides. Uh, next year, you know, there'll be another logo there as well. Um, that also, the $10 tier gets you the LBHT crew coin that Jose has right there. Looking outstanding. Yes. Uh, and then we have the $20 tier, which is a combined tier for this show and our other podcast that we do with OTR Mike, uh, the Ring Kings podcast, where we talk about all things boxing. Uh, so you get everything that I mentioned as well as our custom poker set featuring our top 25 fighters of all time. And, of course, all of the tiers will get you uh, entrance into the overtime show that we do every week, uh, every Wednesday after the live show. And they'll all get you into the Discord server. And Bug wants to know, where is his Where's belt? belt? He doesn't want to know that because those aren't question marks, so I'm not going to respond. <laughs> Moving right along. Yes. Also, um, uh, uh, also a couple of shout outs too. Okay. Look, you guys come here every Wednesday, 7, 15 PM for the hotness. Okay. And then afterwards, uh, you know, for, for our, our Patreon members, we, we have the, uh, overtime show. Okay. Um, if you're looking for more content throughout the week, okay. There are a couple of places you can go for it. If you're into boxing ring Kings podcast, you go over there, subscribe, and you'll get the boxing fix that you need. We do that show with our brother OTR Mike. Okay. Uh, lots of fun. 
uh, more casual conversation over there. Uh, we don't do a whole lot of yelling and screaming and arguing. Although, look, I got to say that that stuff is entertaining as well. It's not throwing a shot to any other boxing YouTubers, but it's a different, uh, more laid back conversation over there. But lots of fun. We try to make it educational sometimes. We do uh, boxing movie reviews as well. So a little bit of something for everybody. So yeah, check that out. Can't wait for that big George Foreman. Yes. Oh, yeah. That week one. There you go. Also, also, look, every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time, you can find us on a Ravens roundtable at Sip 2 Tally Films. Okay. Sip 2 Tally Films. That is Coach Evans' channel. Make sure you're subscribed over there. He put he puts out content damn near every day. All right. If you want to see the whole crew over there uh, on Mondays, just talking Ravens stuff. It's the off season. We're gonna be talking Ravens and other things as well, other football, basketball things like that. Check out the roundtable, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays. Also, early Monday, like 5 a.m. Monday, when you wake up, you will see an episode of Open Mic with OTR Mike. All right, um, that is our brother Mikey's uh podcast where he talks about anything and everything. The last two weeks, he's been discussing some Ed Reed with Coach Evans uh, and former NFL player Denarian McCants. Okay, and his last episode, uh, they had another guest, Plus Jones, who uh, who's a former HBCU uh, football player, and he's also uh, he, he does a lot of things in the community over here in Baltimore as well. So great conversations, and make sure you check that out. Also, part of the Ravens Roundtable and the LBHT crew, our guy Hendo, Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. Yes. Go over there and subscribe, okay? We got the Deep Cover Podcast with our guy Chris Just Joking. Also, you got uh, who's it? Michael Crawford and uh, Carrie. Carrie. Yes, yes. Shout out to them, okay? More Ravens content over there. So all those places, these are all roundtable-approved places to, to go and get your Ravens fix and football and sports needs, okay? All right. Now, bonus time. I think bonus time is just about done. This is the last question of the night here uh, from Top Billing. Not Ravens related, but who you got if you had to choose between Tony Gonzalez, Gronk, Travis Kelsey, Shannon Sharp, or Antonio Gates? I got Tony G or Gates, to be honest. Uh, listen, I don't like the guy. I don't like who he played for and all that, but Gronk is a different animal from the rest of those guys. Uh, it, it, it has to be him. You know, Travis Kelsey is making his case. To, to be in that conversation. I'm about to say, Travis Kelsey but, does some things that the rest can't. Well, Tony Gonzalez could do that. But right, Tony, right now, Tony Gonzalez has. Right now, Gronk is, you know, he's a, he's a different beast at that tight end position. Yeah. That's a good question, man. Um, yeah, it's Gronk right now. It's Gronk. It's Gronk. Travis Kelsey, though, man. Sheesh. But those guys, Gates and, and Sharp, they were ahead of their time, though, for sure. And Gonzalez. Uh, so, I mean, you can't go wrong with any one of those guys, but I, I would be taking Sharp, Sharp had a breakaway speed, too, though. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough question, man. Yeah, I, I, I have to go with Gronk. I have to go with Gronk. Big Reg says Tony, uh, Tony Gonzalez won, Travis two, and Shannon. Gronk Sharp not three. even in your top three? That's, uh, that is bold, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it says no more can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> To the past, I said he's got Kelsey. Okay, all right. What's up, Attitude Pop? Attitude Pop says I want Jalen Hurts to win the Super Bowl so bad, so it can show that running QBs can win Super Bowls. Uh, they already have. I mean, that was um, that was Steve Young. Yep. Okay. Weird that nobody thinks of him as a running quarterback. Yeah, but that's what he was. Uh, it would help a lot of black QBs, and Mahomes gets Brady treatment, 
and help from refs is fixed to me. Well, I mean, uh, you, you said two things here. You're saying Jalen Hurts winning will help black quarterbacks, but Mahomes is getting uh, Brady treatment. Mahomes is a black quarterback too now. Let's, let's, let's not forget that. Okay. Um, he didn't get Brady treatment. Those are calls that you have to make. Yeah. No, none of those were bad calls. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, Bengals fans want to cry about them not calling holding on the same play as the uh, the 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 uh, hit out of bounds. But Bengals fans ain't crying about the no call on the block in the back on their touchdown to beat Baltimore the week before. E, you know, some things get missed. Okay. Oh, he wants to link to the overtime show. E, I got you. Listen, E is one of the original LBHT crew members. So, so yes, I, I yeah. will say Either, uh, the link is right there. It's patreon.com. So I'll say, I said, yeah, like he, he wants to just, just, just join yeah. the chat or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I got right, you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, so yes, overtime show. I didn't even show you what we we're talking about on the overtime show. Here it is right there. Boom. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at Sean Payton the, with the scowl, Arrgh! the new head coach for the uh, Denver Broncos. Also, our guy Demico Ryan's the new head coach for the uh, the Houston Texans. Uh, we're gonna be talking some uh, head coaching moves and other coaching moves around the NFL. All right, so um, that'll be fun to talk. And Tom Brady retired today, so we'll talk. We'll probably talk a little Tom Brady as well. All right, um, and we'll, we could probably discuss more that that NFC South uh, debacle at quarterback. Right, who who will rise from those ashes? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so yes, that's what we're discussing on. Um, the overtime show this will be starting here in a few minutes because we are getting dangerously close to two hours and this is hashtag no two hours uh ferris says do people forget mahomes is black i feel like people forget that yeah 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 because his name is mahomes and he's real light skin yeah yeah um but his dad is very black. Yes. <laughs> Shockingly so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. A couple more and we are out of here. One session says, honestly, Aaron Hernandez without the off-field issues was on his way to being one of the great tight ends. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was on his He's way to being good. a great tight end too. Listen, listen look. I'm looking at the, the list for all-time touchdowns right now, right? Because, like, Gronk's not on the top of any of these lists because he didn't play very long. Yeah. Uh, the most receiving touchdowns by a tight end all-time is Antonio Gates at 116. Okay? Tony Gonzalez is at 111. And Rob Gronkowski is at 92. So he's 24 behind Antonio Gates. But Antonio Gates played uh, 83 more games than Gronk. <laughs> right 83 right. more games and he has 24 more touchdowns yeah 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 like you gronk was unstoppable when he was healthy yeah all right we're gonna end it there we're gonna end it there thank you so much man you guys hung hung out tough with us man there's still yes. 75 people in here man at the end of the stream hit the like button on your way out Wait. okay hold up Uh-oh. my bad we got another cash app here that i missed Let me oh put this up real quick before we go Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate all the donations tonight. All right. B, get that going. Um, I'll read one more comment here. Um, let's see. Yes, this is a great comment right here. Sign up for the Patreon, y'all. It's definitely <laughs> worth it. Listen, if you have $3 in your pocket, just $3 in your pocket, uh, you're going to get your money's worth. All right. 
And shout out to Banks DDS. Oh, shout out to you, man. Thank you so much. Uh, he says Thanks, Josh man. Allen is door is poor man's Cam Newton. Yeah. 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 And I like Josh Allen. Um, I I I think uh he changed my mind from his rookie year. I thought he was terrible. Uh, but he turned it around. I like how the I like how the organization supports him. Yeah, because you know, right, we mentioned it on uh, on another show, but you know, when you watch him play uh this past or a couple weeks ago. He was missing all these throws. It's like maybe it wasn't that he changed so much as they went and they got him a top tier wide receiver in Stefan Diggs, right? Maybe he's still the guy who misses a lot of throws and his wide receivers help erase that because that's that's part of being a, a great quarterback too, is having great teammates who can bail you out when when you need it. Yeah. All right, Banks. Appreciate the donation. Thank you so much. Let's Thanks. wrap this up. Uh patrons. Give us a few minutes. The overtime show will start soon. Uh, everybody else, thank you for hanging out with us for almost two hours. Almost. Okay. But not quite. But not quite. All right. <laughs> um, have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And we will see you next time. B, are you ready? I'm ready. He is ready. See y'all later. Peace.